Thank you for listening to this talk produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. My name is Belinda and I've been working closely with Lee on um, the Adelaide Biennial in the last few months, uh, mostly in a sort of research writing capacity, so I've been uh, I'm well equipped in uh, knowing about each artist, including the formidable Carla Dickens, whose work we're sitting in here at a Dickensian country show. Um, so so fantastic that your last name is Dickens. It just lends itself so perfectly to the title of the work, of course. And instead of it being a kind of a, a Victorian London era, uh, sorry, Victorian era London, uh, you know, dystopia, we've got a kind of an Australian socio-political dystopia that we're sitting amongst. So we're going to take questions at the end, Carla, but um, I might just let you sort of give a little brief overview. You're so good at talking about your work. I've heard it myself. So, um, yeah, over to you, Carla. I'd just like to acknowledge the land that we're gathered on and, um, you know, the welcome yesterday. We had a few welcomes, so I feel like, you know, it's good to be here now. And you kind of never know what you're going to bring into a space. So it was great to meet Uncle yesterday and and um, be welcomed. And um, I also want to acknowledge this incredible team and uh, Lee Robb, um, who invited me into this show. <laughs> and um, Lee Robb's a bit of a monster. She's... Uh, no, no, no. She left. No, she, her encouragement and her support, um, yeah, was um, incredible to um, bring this together. I felt like a 15-year-old. Do that, do that. It was like, oh, no. Um, but I, I took her lead and it was, it's definitely paid off. So this work, um, I had been doing a lot of work um, on um, abuse of women and um, and I thought I'd do something lighter and um, <laughs> and um, my name is Dickens and um, there's a very kind of dark side of me that I just you know I try and put it to bed but it just pops out so um, I put in um, for some funding and I hadn't done that for a long time because that's a monstrous act putting in for funding <laughs> um, and um, it was, it was based on, I live in a town, Lismore, um, northern New South Wales, and there was a local uh, Aboriginal family who lived in Lismore, um, Aboriginal Irish, and Con um, was the highest paid circus performer in the world of his time. He was uh, called the Wizard of the Wire. And um, I was quite amazed that nobody in Lismore knew him and well I wasn't amazed like there's no kind of streets or acknowledgement of this incredible man um, you know Hitler liked him um, Hitler didn't know he was Aboriginal he used to wear a Spanish costume um, Hitler actually gave him a pass to Germany and um, yeah so he was kind of I thought oh, I'll join a circus and get away from all this kind of um, tragic, heavy work that I make. And, um, and then I um, started to look into the um, First Nations stories 
that were connected to the circus. And of course, with um, any stories um, involving First Nations people, um, there's a shadow and a darkness to it. And um, so I got this funding <laughs> and I, I usually um, collect from the local tip shop and, um, and I realised I'd never spend this money at the tip. So I was introduced to eBay and I started to... <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd, I should um, start collecting, not that I haven't got enough shit in my studio stuff. Yeah. Um, so I started to collect more kind of circus kind of imagery just to get myself familiar. And um, so one of the first pieces that started coming was this piece in the entrance, which um, I love, um, Lee Robb suggested it was a sketchbook. That's, that's like, yeah, I'll take that, that's great. So there's just different um, images, um, from the circus in that, and um, and then these. Um, I was a trained painter, and I love painting. And, um, and then I um, couldn't afford the paint, and uh, I started collecting things. And um, so I started on these works on the board, which were um, more of a crossover between my sculptures and the painting, and. Um, I thought it was a great way to start to clear my studio. <laughs> and um, so these, the works on the board were, um, yeah, really enjoyable and the first kind of work to come out. And um, I usually write about each work um, to become familiar with it because last night I was, at the, I was at the opening and somebody asked me what it was about and I didn't really know. Um, so I've been working so much in the past year um, for this show and other shows that I haven't sat with each work. So I think this work really is the, um, the beginning of more work to come um, about the circus. And, um, and I really, um, for years I've kind of been um, given or taken on certain subject matter and kept really tightly to that. And I just thought, I've got this funding, I'm going to have some fun. So this was, um, you know, these works on the board came from that. And, um, yeah, the more I kind of... Um, I actually got really um, quite challenged with having the money. And uh, so the consumerism... You know, I think a lot of this work is about, it goes back in time, it comes into the present day. Um, you know, I've got a lot of friends who are clowns. They didn't want me to, they weren't happy with this work of Pauline's. They didn't want an evil clown. They thought it was a bit passe doing an evil clown, but um, one of my favourite, I know Nell loves a, uh, not a mojo, what are they? Are they? Emoji. And my favourite one, if I ever read any kind of political stuff on the internet, is the clown face. And I've always given Pauline the clown face, so there she is. And, um, yeah, what else have we got? Um, 
talk about? Scammers. Oh, scammers. All those Adelaideans might know what scammers is, but you might have to explain what it is for non-Adelites. Um, Lee put me on to scammers. Um, and um, Lee rang up very excited saying, Carly, you wouldn't believe there's a carnival auction on and um, I won't be going on an online auction again. Um, <laughs> it was dangerous. So I, I came into the space and we, what was in here when I first arrived was the scaffolding. And um, so the scaffolding went up, I placed the works around. I worked their men really hard because I like to get things done really fast. And then the next day we went to pick up all this, like, there's more of this at the warehouse. You've got a big warehouse. And um, so I handpicked these works and then I was, um, these signs and all this stuff from the carnivals and then I got uh, quite concerned that um, people are going to be looking at the signs and not my work. So um, I decided they needed to be painted on and knocked back and... Um, yeah, so uh, that Dickens in me came out and painted black crosses everywhere, and um, which was really nice. Like many different kind of, um, I think um, who was I've just listened to all the artist talks and taking that all in, but things kind of just really flowed really nicely. And there's a painting over here with the crosses. The crosses have been in my work for 25 years. And um, so it was a really nice flow on to kind of be allowed to hit that wall with some black paint. And um, that was the best process of the installation, hitting that. I think it's a real testament to, to just how evolving a biennial is. You know, you really are seeing artwork at the absolute edge of being made. You know, Carla was in the space making this aspect of the work whilst installing. So, and not in a terrible way, don't worry, we're very organised. I mean it in a sense of like, the work is truly evolving up until the moment that it's shown to the public. Could you talk a little bit about collage? Collage? Yeah. Um, so I mentioned, so at art school, um, I started finding things on the street and using collage in my work and um, um, yeah, I'm just a, I'm a collector and I think that, um, you know, lots of people have come into the space and resonated with the work and I think um, collage and, and fabrics and stuff that I use is a bit of a um, hook for people to engage with the work. And it's, um, I find like even with the work that I do um, about domestic violence, I did a series of work on um, four dead women, Aboriginal women that were found in the area that I live in. And, and I was, um, made a really kind of obvious point of finding um, fabrics that everybody would engage with. And um, so often people will come in and they might see, you know, some curtains that their auntie had or cushion material that they, you know, that triggers off a memory for them. So, um, yeah, I really love that about using found objects and bought objects on eBay. <laughs> and yeah, and scammers. <laughs> scammers.
sure. Yeah. Um, I've um, so a part of the um, this body of work. There's going to be. Um, I go to Sydney on Monday to put the next installation up at the Sydney at Niran, and um, so a part of this work um, that we'll be developing more is about the boxing tents, um, and that travelled around the country, and um, which is. Um, Unfortunately, we've just lost an elder in Lismore who was um, boxed with, he was an incredible artist, but he also boxed with um, um, shamans, excuse my back, um, um, boxing tents. Um, and there's a real sense of pride. So that when I was writing the, um, uh, the funding, it was um, about... Um, um, the bonding in a carnival and a circus of misfits and the it not being about race, it not being about um, disabilities, but it's about a family coming together no matter, you know, where you sit and working together. And, um, and there's just a great sense of pride. My daughter's grandfather was a boxer. So all these old fellas, when you when boxing comes up, they kind of puff up their chests a bit and you're waiting for a kind of swing to come in. And um, so I knew that I wanted a, um, an element of that and I made sculptures that'll be in Sydney. And um, yeah, then the idea of having the, the banners came in and um, I did a series um, of photos with, so Jeff I met at um, Optus when I went in to complain about a bill and um, he was complaining about a bill too and um, he just, um, Jeff had just got out of prison and um, he was just so engaging with everybody in the Optus shop and um, <laughs> And I lurked around like I do and um, was like, oh, you know, do you box? And he's like, yeah, I box. And he paints and um, so he was uh, an incredible model and, um, and I really love, there's also a series of sculptures in Sydney of the boxing gloves and they're quite gnarly and heavy and sort of talk more about the pain but I really um, wanted to put a human face to the boxing. And um, um, his tattoos, you can't really see in that image, but his tattoos really talk about that struggle and that continual fight um, that many Indigenous people have in this country and that they triumph over. And um, so that's Jeff. Um, and Cindy over here, flashing her knickers. Um, um, quite a few years ago, I was given six vintage dresses by the same um, elder that I was talking about. And those handmade vintage dresses from the 60s have got like a waist <laughs> the size of your arm. And I was like, I'm never gonna find a model to, to wear these dresses. And, I was looking out my front window and this woman, 
girl, she was 14, 15 at the time, she come past on a BMX. I think it was her cousins. It was really small. And um, so Cindy I've, um, has been in a film that I made called... Um, Andrew, what was The Queen's Road. And um, so, you know, she's been... And she lives not far from me and I drive past and she's like... When do you need me again? So, um, a part of the boxing tents were um, the strip tents that travelled with the, around the carnivals. And um, an interesting part that I haven't really touched on in this work, there's one of the collages over there is about the strippers. And um, it's incredibly hard in this country to find no. <laughs> stories, um, yeah, yes. Um, stories um, of women that travelled with the circus and, and it was at the time, it was quite the same as Con Colleono who would wear his Spanish outfit. Um, the Indigenous women would say they were Tahitian um, they would say they were anything else other than Aboriginal because for some reason um, the women of this country were raped and abused since the um, ships first started landing but they didn't want to pay to watch a strip show. So um, I really wanted to and I will be doing more work about you know, that side of the women kind of in the circus. And, um, and Cindy has got lots of attitude, and as you can see. And um, she's strong. Yeah, so I really wanted her to, to be in this um, exhibition and have her face to these stories. And um, there's another image of Cindy out there. So, that's my problem child over there. <laughs> okay, we can end on a cheerier note. There's also some postcards with the poetry written on it, but I do need to write about more, and I find that when I write about the work, which I haven't had a chance here, that I can speak about it better. So, you got the rough, unedited version. <laughs> um, Thank you, Carla. That was really moving. So thank you so much for sharing that with us.